Hey everybody and welcome back. This week we focus on Mary Sue and Michaels and the stuff that they get up to and talk about. We find out a little bit more about Michael's personal life outside of the shadows and how his family is adapting and what's going on with them. In announcements, next week is Gen Con. I'm not 100% sure if that is going to disrupt the releases, either pre or post, because it's uh, it's kind of a big deal. And This time next week, I will be at Gen Con, and I hope to see a lot of you there. We talked in our Gen Con episode about the meet and greet, which, if everybody from the RSVPs that I've gotten so far shows up, should be like 25 to 30 people. If you're going to Gen Con and want to come hang out with us, we're going to be at Good Games Indianapolis on Thursday at 2 p.m. We'll probably be there a bit before and a bit after to help them clean up and stuff. It's a gaming store. They do D&D and card games and stuff, so... So there'll be stuff there to check out, and it'll be a friendly environment to a bunch of nerds. Extra announcements. There are some new shirts up on the store, including a design that I have been thinking about for years. It was something that I've used as a part of a character description. Kind of in the vein of one of those I Heart New York shirts. I'll put a link in the thingy. Go ahead and check that out if you don't mind. There are still spots available for our Fantasy Football League if you want to join the Discord and check that out. Links are in the thingy. And I think that's it. Can't wait to meet those of you that are going to Gen Con. It's going to be crazy. I can't wait to put faces to to names for all of the cast and stuff. So I'm going to get out of the way and let you guys get to the episode. Ah, shit, getting back in your way for just one quick second that I forgot. We had a issue with Craig for the recording of this episode, so we had to use the backup recording of OBS. So I apologize for the drop-in quality. The next episode will be back up to where you are used to. Now I'm out of the way for real. Michael, it is the morning after you guys got paid. Since Michael's been in this life, does he get up early? Does he sleep in? What's his day-to-day look like? Getting stuck in paradynamics, he was on a schedule. Now he's not. So he got used to pretty much waking up whenever his body says, hey, you're up now. Unfortunately, that is early. So yes, he does get up early, almost just before the sun comes up. And then he tries to get back into the flow of things and see what's going on in the world. And unfortunately, not a lot of people are up at that point in time that he can usually talk to. So this is probably like four thirty, five o'clock? Yeah, about that time. He'll end up going out since he's acquired the taste for cigars and alcohol. Sit outside so he doesn't bother anybody. Have a cigar and wait for the house to start waking up. Did Sasha know what you were up to over the past couple of days? She had an understanding that there was a bug problem and that I was handling it. She didn't have any details about it because that would involve her unnecessarily. And that's not what I was trying to do. So she knew I was active. She knew I was with other people who were doing the things that I was doing in Chicago. Aside from that, no, she didn't know any details. Did she know that over the past two days was the final part of that deal? She is aware that it's wrapping up because I did talk to her towards the end of it. I told her that it's done. It's it's finished. Your morning routine will stay mostly intact throughout the day until about 9 o'clock or so when the rest of your house starts getting up and moving. Your brother isn't here. He was out with some friends and stayed out. Does your mom know, or is it really just Sasha that had any idea? No, it was just Sasha that had any idea. While my mom knows that I work, she doesn't know specifically what I do. Did she know about what you did in Chicago? That's something she was unaware of. She was pretty much brought to me. Sasha was the only one that knew what had happened in Chicago because she had lost friends there, because she had her own experiences there. And that's when she was brought to my attention. Do you guys eat breakfast together? That's kind of a hit and miss. Sometimes with Sasha's schedule being, you know, what it is, she goes in earlier or whatnot. So it's, it's kind of a people filter in. I will attempt to, if she is there, sit down for breakfast, although my cooking skills are notoriously absent. You will be happy to know that Sasha's been doing a bunch of cooking since she started actually working in a real restaurant and has picked up a couple of things here and there. 
your mom is happy to join you for breakfast, and Sasha looks nervously at you throughout the course of the thing. She has been looking at you over the past couple of days since she found out what you guys were up to. Well, I'll just make every effort to sit there and smile back at her, kind of reassure her that everything's okay, that I am still me. Nothing's happened to me, that we've eliminated what we could. But, I mean, not saying things out loud per se. Mostly just trying to give her that silent comfort that things are taken care of. And not say anything in front of your mom? Correct. What's mom been up to? You know, I think she picked up a small job at one of the stuffer shacks or one of the other package-type stores. Not as a server or waitress or anything, but just something to kind of fill her day. You know, I've told them, don't worry about money. It's already taken care of. It's kind of handled and covered. My job covers it. No bridge club, no knitting. That's too old for where she is. And the whole mixer and bar scene is too young for where she is. She's kind of in that limbo spot. Just a little bit of like awkward midlife situation. Yeah, and then getting used to the whole change of from here back to Chicago or then now back to here. So it's like, uh, there's a lot. After breakfast, after her coffee, she gets up to go to work, leaving you and Sasha. You will find out through conversation at breakfast, just, you know, around the table that Sasha is off today. Awesome. I was going to say, I remember her also telling me that she was told not to come into work on a certain day. So I'm wondering if this has anything to do with We have one of those tridio scenes where mom leaves to go to work. Sasha immediately turns to look at you with a serious look of what's going on. Tell me things, because now we can actually talk and mom's not here. Once I'm sure that she's gone and not coming back, I'll start laying things out for her that there was a bug problem and it was severe. There was more than one but the individuals in question have been taken away from the immediate area. I didn't have to get involved other than talking with the person who was pretending to be such, and I stayed away from it. I let other people handle it. She will push you a little bit into more or less making you say and confirming that it's over two or three times before she finally relents a little bit and visibly relaxes. I'll reach over and put my arm around her shoulder, big brother type thing, and no, it's okay. It's, it's taken care of. I already told you that you wouldn't have that problem here. I already told you that I'd protect you and take care of this issue. That's what I did. Mushy moment of her just kind of squishing into you, and you can feel it in her back that she is just stressed out and just a mess. And moment of clarity. Oh, stop. You're getting little sister tears all over my shirt. Quit. And then I was like, you know what? Let's... Let's go out. Come on. We can't stay in here. You can't stay like this. We clearly need to just go out and go do something. So let's just go out, maybe catch a trade or sit down and BS or something outside the house. She will be happy to go be a normal person for a little while, a normal 20-something. Go see Revengers 2, Revengeance, or whatever garbage is playing at the Tridio. The Tridioplex or whatever. The, the the collapse of New York. Guys will get lunch. Guys will get, you know, maybe a couple of drinks at lunch. Anything else you want to do with her today or just kind of go into the next day? Try to find out why she got the day off. Is it a regular scheduled day off or whatever happened with her getting told not to come into work that day before? She will mention that there was a altercation with a couple of the customers that got into it with Miss Morgana. Miss Morgana decided she was going to leave and just kind of shut the place down that day. Huh. Fair enough. It wasn't like a physical thing, but there was some pretty insistent words used, and Knight Errant had to be called to not throw them out, but to just kind of encourage them to move along. Fair enough. At least she, you know kept you away from all of that, so that's a, a matter of appreciation. It's a matter of now I need to keep an eye on what's going on. Find out if she's actually happy still working there. She is happy to have a normal life and to have the opportunities that are being given here. She mentions it's a little weird just because of some of the ways that's like you don't 
talk about anybody that you saw here and don't talk about anything. What happens at Fight Club stays at Fight Club. Yeah, basically. But you're different because you are sometimes the things that happen there. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, that works. In that case, just merge into the next day and see how things go. Reach out to the others just to find out if everybody's okay and make sure everything's going smoothly. She has school, so she's up early and has to go in for the morning time, like 8, 9 o'clock, and then is going to work afterwards, so she'll be gone most of the day. Mom goes off to her job. Your brother is still not home. Is that normal? It's hard to tell, really, with... um, Teenagers these days. With teenagers these days, and with the fact of Chicago and how things were there, your mom is less worried about it, because in Chicago, he might not never come home. Here, sure, it's still not super all-the-time safe, but it is way better than Chicago. And he does at least sort of check in that, hey, I'm going to be out with friends. I'll be home eventually. All right. Then I'll just shoot him a quick DNI saying, hey, you alive? You okay? And then I'll just leave it at that. If Sasha needs a ride to school or whatnot, I'll work on giving her a ride to school or Morgana's or wherever. That I have nothing else really going on. I'm not going to lie. I can walk around the campus if I need Maybe check a couple different things out while assessing, see the difference of what's going on in that area. Yeah, she'll be happy to take a ride with you to school, but, you know, then you're at school, chilling. Well, I could just come back and pick her up when she's done. You will get a DNI back from your brother. He's hanging out with a couple of his friends. It's like a bad selfie. You can see Soyweiser bottles and other recreational things in this picture. Just kind of chuckle to myself and, all right, he's alive, he's fine. But your day will be pretty run-of-the-mill until you make that phone call that we mentioned. Well, I'll make it. Yeah, Michael, what? What time of day is it? Afternoon. (gasps) I just got up. What's going on? Why are you still asleep at this time, first off? Look, um, I... Okay, no I, judging. I no, no, ju- no judging. I, what? You free? Yeah. Well, like, for how long? I have plans tonight, but I, I'm free as for a little long while. As, as long as it takes. All right, I, all right, all right, we, all right. need, all need right. to chit-chat. Okay. Do you want me to pick you up? Or do you want to meet somewhere? Uh, well, we, I'll just... Given the name of local area, bar, or whatnot, that we can just sit down, meet, grab a bite to eat, since it's clearly going to be breakfast time for somebody. Find a little mom and pop place. All right. Great. So, yeah, she'll slap on some clothes and hop in her car and meet him. She'll probably be a little late because you were probably ready to go, and she wasn't. So, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) But she'll walk in. (laughs) <laughs> See you sitting there, and she'll walk up. Probably go out to give you a hug. Arms spread out. Oh, uh, she'll get one. That's mm-hmm. not a problem. She'll sit down and place an order and for coffee. Like you said, breakfast. <sighs> so, relatively empty in the It's up to you guys. You guys have full control over where you want to go. I bet you in the mid middle of the afternoon, it's probably not overly busy. Especially a bar would probably be pretty empty unless you had those die-hard bar flies. That'll work. It's easy days. That way it's not a really a problem. Grab something, move over into the corner, and pull Mary Sue along so that we can actually sit down. Why, why, why do we have to go to a corner booth? What's, what's up? Okay. So it's been what? Two days mm-hmm. since we've had that meeting with Matthias. One of the things that, you know, I don't know if you remember or not, but uh, I was asking you how you were doing that. And I said we was going to talk about it. So as Michael's talking, her big smile that she had upon seeing him slowly fades because he's bringing up something she didn't really want to think about again. And then she gets a little confused like you were asking how I was? I 
we were going to talk about it. Okay. I, I don't. Yeah. A no. lot happened that day, Mike. I don't. Yeah, I'm not talking about that. That this is before all the shit hit the fan. Can I have sense? Mary Sue, if you are masking, you can go ahead and roll your masking. So, what's Mary Sue's current mood? I think right now she's probably a little put off because he brought up that day that she doesn't like to think about. It's not that she's mad or angry. I think right now it's a borderline sullen and a little confusion. Michael, you want to know anything else to those specific questions? Do I see what I saw last time? You will see the mask like you saw previously, and then you will also see her true self underneath all of that. That's what I was trying to get to, and that's what I'm going to bring up. Okay, so kind of tapping my thumb to my chin, kind of like, hey, you know, that might be it. That might be what it is. Okay, so off of that night, Mary Sue, how much do you actually know about being awakened? Um, I know that some people are, like you are. I, I just know that some people are. <laughs> okay. Um, so you know everybody has a fingerprint, right? Well, yeah. She'll hold her hand up. Like, yeah, you can see. Yeah. Now, take that another section farther, and you have an astral fingerprint. To a person like me, who can see the astral and see magic as it's happening and actually manipulate it, you give off kind of like a signet. Does that make sense? It does. So what kind of got me curious is you're changing your signature. I don't know if you're doing it on purpose. I'm just, I'm curious as to how you were doing it. How that's possible, because that's not something that I learned. I don't know how to... Michael, I'm Alter. I'm not yeah, like you. I I'm not doing anything. No, no, you're you're mistaken. I'm I'm not doing anything. I'm not I'm not that way. I'm not like that. <laughs> kind of gets that confused look on his face. Do you not? Is it possible you just don't know? How I, do I? God, how would I? Okay, so here's what I see. If you were looking out of my eyes right now, okay, you would see this. Oh, hold on a minute. I'm going to take out my ballistic mask, and I'm going to slide it over my face. Mary Sue, when I look at you astrally, this is what you have in place. You have a mask in place. You have something concealing your identity in place. But when I look at you astrally, I'm going to lift the mask off. I see underneath the mask. Okay. What now? It's curious because it's, it's, it, I've never seen it change with you. It's never changed. I've looked at just about everybody in our group astrally and it's a, I mean, everybody's stable. I, so I, I'm not doing anything. I, I, I'm not, I don't, I'm not putting a mask up. I don't have anything to hide. It's not about hiding. I mean, it could just be about protecting yourself. It depends on when... Okay. Forgive me. I'm not wanting to bring up old subjects or sore subjects. You remember when, and I know you remember when, you first changed. You first altered. And at that, she has a very angry look on her face. How dare you bring that up? I dare because I'm curious. I'm trying to get to the root of something that I'm seeing. Not one of your science experiments, Mike. You don't get to You're just right. I question me and figure out how I work. I'm trying to understand so either A, I can help you or so that I can figure out what's going on myself. Go Am on. I not supposed to? Go on. Go on. I, have I or have I not been like this the entirety of the time you've known me? You have been enti- like this, but I would hope that at some point, me as your friend, you would be a little bit more respectable about respectful about the things I really don't want to talk about. And I don't want to talk about that night. I'm not wanting to talk about that specific night itself either. What I want to know or what I want might help shed some light on the subject. Because I know you left with Morgana. And I don't know if she helped teach you different aspects or methods of self-control, of understanding, or maybe 
mystical things. I don't know. That's why I'm asking. And just so that we are clear and so that some understanding is done here, Mary Sue, it's because I'm your friend that I'm coming to you directly about this instead of going and going talk to Morgana or going and talking behind your back about it. I'm asking you directly. If you don't want to talk about it, then say so right this minute and I'll drop it. So she'll look at him for a little bit and then uh, she'll look to the bar and call out to the bartender. Just shout, whiskey, neat. And she'll look back at him and, all right, what do you want to know? I don't know what I can answer because I don't really know what really happened after I left with Morgana. A lot of weird things happened, Michael. I don't know what was real and what was imagination and I, I don't know. Okay, so just talk to me about it. I can help you, I guess, steer as to what was real or why it was happening. I mean, this place is pretty empty. Uh-huh. That drink is going to come quick, and she'll probably just slam that back and let him go on. Yep, the bartender is like, "No, what?" Because you're like <laughs> yelling it out to him, and then he will bring it on over, looking like. I don't usually do this, but I don't have people yell at me on there often, so uh, here you go. Like I said, she'll slam it back in one go. Look to Mike and let him go on. I wasn't there. I couldn't help walk you through anything of what was going on. I have a little bit of experience in the magic field. A little bit. Alright? I can see from looking at you that you're a little apprehensive reading your aura the way I am. I can see that you're definitely tense, especially now that, you know, the subject has changed and you're defensive. I'm not trying to attack you. I'm not trying to pull you into question because it's not about that. I'm curious as to how something happened or why it happened. I see now that you have a little bit of more magic to you. You're what people would commonly call an adept right now. You have that ability Like I I said, if you want me to stop, then say so, and I will. I don't know where to start. Mike, she took me to this hotel room, and and we started talking about stuff, and then I don't, I I drank something or inhaled, I don't remember. I just remember falling and then changing like I did that night into this giant, Monster thing? A drink? No, no. And then, um, she changed too, but I don't, I, I, like I said, I, I might have just been imagining that. I don't know what was happening. I don't remember everything clearly. And then the next thing I know, she'll kind of look at Mike wide-eyed and she's like, you're not going to believe me. The next thing, you're, you're not going to believe me. Mike reaches out and puts his hand on Mary Sue's arm. Yeah, I will, because I'm your friend, and that's what friends do. She'll close her eyes, she'll take a deep breath. Next thing I know, I'm sitting in a chair across from Dunkelson, and he's questioning me about who I am and what I am and the things I've done, and, and I didn't know... And she was, Morgana was there, and she's like, oh, I I brought her here, and I don't know where here is. It's just me and a dead dragon having a weird conversation, and I don't I don't know. I just know he he made me talk about things I didn't want to talk about, and he made me think about things I didn't want to talk about, or think about, or remember the things I've done, and I just... And then the next thing you know, I, I'm awake, and uh, I, she's, you know, not there. She's in another part of the hotel room, and and then um, and then I, I looked in a mirror, and and I didn't like what I saw, Mike. And what did you see? I saw my face. I saw me, and the monster I am. <laughs> so I, I, I fixed it, Mike. I changed it, and. <laughs> And you showed me that trick. Yeah, and, and so I changed it. And so now when I don't want to see me, I can just 
change it so I'm somebody else. I don't have to see me anymore. And, and that's, that's the only good thing so far that I've seen come out of this. As to the other things you're talking about, I, I have no idea, Michael. I don't know okay. how to no, it, it's handle okay. it. It's okay. It sounds... Everything that you're telling me about, I believe 100%. We've already covered the basis that Morgana broke one of the cardinal rules of dealing with a dragon. And she made a deal with the dragon. It sounds like that dragon was Dunkle's on. I find it hard that she can easily just go to him. But, you know, I don't know the deal that they have. That's not between me and them. The fact that you had a sit down and a talk with him, I don't know what you guys talked about. It doesn't sound like you know everything that you guys talked about. But it sounds like he was trying to get to know who you are and what you are. Or not... What is a wrong... Okay, so to my understanding, dragons believe that this is nothing but a giant game of chess. And he's trying to find out what kind of piece you are for him, what he can use you as. He's dead. He can't do anything. Nobody knows for a fact. That's the problem. There's multiple levels that, okay, he's dead. Ghosts are dead. Um, But there's still ghosts out there, aren't there? You see him all the time. Or I do, I should say. (laughs) But it's a thing. You looking in the mirror and seeing all these different things and not liking what you see. You wanting to change it and you change what you see. That sounds exactly like what I'm seeing. The mask. You don't like what you see, so you're changing it to what you do want to see. What you're showing everybody else. I don't know how I do it. I just... I just think about, just think about not wanting to see me, and it changes. If I think about what I want to look like, if I think about someone, then I can try to look like them. Sometimes it's not really good. I'm much better trying to look like another elf, because (laughs) it doesn't work when I try to look like you, Mike. It it really doesn't work. A little bit short for that. And I don't think I'd like to see you green. It's okay. (laughs) Green is just not your color. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to roll me the old Arcana roll? Ah, seven successes. There you go. Is there anything specific (laughs) you want to know about the story that Mary Sue just told you? From what I'm understanding, it sounds like she got taken on an astral trip. Uh Uh-huh. Into her actual, I guess, true form, as it were. I don't understand her talking, talking to Dunkelzon, because, like, to my knowledge, yeah, he's dead. That would be my only thought, is if that was, like, an ancestor or something along those lines. So maybe it was something that you've done over the past, like, day or two, you know, Google some experiences with astral stuff, in particular with, as far as metamagics and initiation and that kind of thing. You are aware of a being called the Dweller on the Threshold. It is a bit of a curiosity, because nobody really knows what it is, but it is something that awakened people always encounter on their first time in the astral. For some reason, this took the form of Dunkelzon? Oftentimes, it tests people. It's one of the things that it does. It puts you through some kind of mental, psychological test to see whether or not you are ready. It always seems to know things that it would have no real way of knowing. Like it has basically a tap into your subconscious. Something about the way the astral and traveling to different metaplanes works. It could just be your own subconscious, like that kind of eureka moment where you're making that breakthrough. It could be an actual being there that is like just redonkulously powerful, like mentor spirits and stuff. Nobody's really nailed it down, and there's a bunch of different theories or philosophies on it. But that's what it sounds like she is describing. Because it's impossible for her to meet Dunkles on that, right? He's super dead. He's been super dead. For a while. 
you know, since she's able to perform this masking technique, that she has somehow gone on to be exposed to, at the very least, some of the higher, more esoteric magical secrets out there. That's, I guess, kind of where you find your understanding of the situation. My thoughts circling. You got a million hits, so would you like me to continue to fill in anything else specific? I'm going to presume that her masking ability is subconscious, that because of her basically breakdown or turning into what she did, that that's why it's happening like that? Could be. Is there a way for me to help her understand how to control that? It's probably a practice thing, kind of like how her face-shifting ability is also a practice thing. You would understand that the more magically gifted someone is, the better results you're going to have. Okay. You also know that her magic is a real small flicker right now as compared to your magic rating. But she's just starting also. Right. Would I understand what she was given as a drink? Do you have chemistry or medicine or drugs or something like that? I have medicine. Two successes. There's a bunch of weird shit out there. So it could have just been some kind of hallucinogen. It could have been some kind of placebo. It's hard to tell. It's more information than what I had, so... You do know that there are things like deep weed is a pretty common thing that lets awaken people see into the astral. Yeah, it forces them to constantly see the astral. All right, so, Mary, here's... From what you're talking about, this is what it sounds like. You were given... It sounds like a minor hallucinogen. The purpose of it is more along the lines of enabling or helping those who are awakened, myself, yourself, see into the astral sense, get a picture of that other plane. You remember me talking to you about that? Mm-hmm. To a new person, they don't know that they can do it. They don't understand that they can do it. They don't much less understand how. But there's drugs out there that literally force you to constantly do it. In that aspect, you were taken on your first astral trip. That's why you went into what form you did. That's why Morgana went to what form you did. She took you to see Dunkelzon. Yes, you know Dunkelzon is dead. I know Dunkelzon is dead. Spirits are a thing. But here's the trip. The first time an awakened person makes a foray into the new and the unknown, they have an encounter with beings. There's one particular one that constantly looks for newcomers. And he tests them. I was. I was tested. For me, it wasn't a person, though. It was a bunch of changing shapes and elements and weird stuff. That's for another time. It taps into your thoughts. It it helps determine whether you're ready or you can handle what it is you're getting ready to walk into. If it feels that you can't, then you won't. <laughs> plain and simple. If you can, then it leaves you be. You looking at a mirror and not liking what you're seeing I think that's the source of part of what you can do. And it's only going to get stronger the more you use it. Well, I don't know about that mask thing you're talking about. I don't know that I'm even doing that. But the other thing, I am doing that. I'm I'm practicing that. I'm, I'm doing that more. Outstanding. That'll help you in more ways than you can understand. She'll kind of nod Spider lip. What? What? Mike taps his finger underneath your jaw. You don't usually bite that unless you're thinking or worried about something. You're unsure of how to continue with it. What? Do you remember when I when I when I brought up maybe taking care of of uh, Morgana? I've been changing how I look and going going to Lafay's and watching, trying to get information and see what's happening and. And stuff. And the first time I went, the bartender got a little too newsy, but I took care of him. I took care of him, Mike. And, um, and I've just been going back, gathering more information so we can find a weakness for her. 
so we can find it and we can exploit it. We could take her down. Okay. So I have questions. Hmm. Are you okay to hear them without freaking out? Promise. I don't need I a promise. Out. I'm just. I won't freak I'm out. Just curious. We'll freak out. I'm not gonna freak okay. out. Don't worry. Why do you want to take her? Why do I want question. to take her down? Um, remember, I, think, I said don't. I said don't freak out. Just remember that. I think on several occasions we've all thought she's tried to set us up. I don't trust her. I think no matter what we do, she's probably always going to keep us under her thumb and. And you said it yourself. She made a deal with the dragon, and she can't be trusted. So, do you want to have somebody like that in your life always over you? Do you always want to owe her for things? So she can always come in and make you do things, maybe things you don't want to do? Okay. I understand where you're coming from with that. I understand that there's always going to be people out there, corporations even, out there that I am going to owe one reason or another. It's the devil you know, vice the devil you don't know. You're right. There's a lot about Morgana that we don't know. Corporations, we know. We know that they're going to want to do whatever they can for their bottom line. We don't know Morgana's methods, motives, or desires. Part of me really doesn't want to know because I think the more that I do know, the more I'm as they say, getting in bed with her. Here's what I do know. Okay, this is why I'm asking. I don't know specifically what she has done to you. I'm not going to know because it's to you. When you feel you want to talk to me about that, you can talk to me about that. There's a lot going on with you that while I see it, I'm not going to push for it. I'm going to wait and give you your chance and your time and your space. Unless I think something is, well, in my case, curious, like you being able to mask yourself. Then I'm going to press you about it. She hasn't she... done anything specifically to me, Mike. She's done it okay. to all of us. Hold on. She's done it to all of us. Yes, there's a lot of things that she's done to all of us. She eliminated a ID that is wanted for... To my knowledge, murder and bringing down an entire corporation is responsible for a vampire outbreak in the building and the immediate area. She erased that, even though we couldn't pay her. Counterpoint. She, not, not counterpoint. Oh, you, you, you have a counterpoint? Have a counterpoint. Go, right, go, go, go right ahead. Go you right say ahead. she made it disappear. How do you know she doesn't have it somewhere just to hold over us and blackmail us with later? You just trust her? You think she just made that disappear? I think that she gave us a whole other set of identities when she didn't have to. Did she make it disappear completely? I have no idea. I know what I would do in that position, but I'm not in that position. This is what I have experienced. Okay? My trust factor? No, it's not 100% with her. I'd be stupid to have it as such. You have proven that to me. You have made me have that kind of an understanding a long time ago, Mary. But I'm telling you what has happened to me. She asked us to do her a favor. We didn't have to. She didn't say, you have to do this or you die. She didn't put guns to our head. You can't say she may as well because she never made that threat. She said, in exchange for me giving you new identities... Granted, I'm not going to say they're legal identities because I really don't know. I haven't had to go to a corporation to work a job. I am happy doing what I am doing. She gave us identities that we can live with. Scrapper has put us in contact with people and things that will help us or have helped us in the past get what we need to get in order to take another step to live another day. On our first job, I screwed up. I screwed up to a point to where I had to leave the city. I had to go away because I was identifiable to the group. And that when the people came looking for me, they would find you. They would find Boz. They would find RC. They would find Val. And I could not, cannot live with myself doing that to you guys. 
she got me away from you guys, protecting you. Did she have to do that? Nope. Not a bit. She sent me to Chicago, where I asked to go. She asked me to do some work for her there. I did. I've told you all about that and then some. She even put me in contact with a mentor over there who was able to teach me things that I had no idea about as far as magic went. I still talk to him. He's able to help me out in questions and curiosities that I just don't understand. He points it out like they're nothing, like it's child's play. She got me in touch with my mother, my sister, my brother, Sasha, Sasha, everybody. And not only did she do that, I didn't ask her, but she had a crate waiting for me to bring me home back here to Seattle with my family. I didn't ask her to do that. Not once did those words come out of my mouth. I set myself up in a house out here. I paid for that. She got my sister into culinary school. My sister's dream job, culinary school, in exchange for my sister working at Lafay's as a cook or a waitress. It was, I will send her to school for this. In exchange, she will work for me here as a cook. That, in my opinion, that's a fair trade, considering how much money that culinary school costs. I'm not going to lie or try to pretend that she's 100% above board because to be 100% honest, nobody is. Not when they're dealing in the shadows. When me and you and Boz and RC are all doing our job, we never tell our Johnsons everything unless it's going to give us money. Am I right? So stubbornly nod her head. Mike reaches out and pats her on the head. Just a little bit. I think that whiskey may be going to your head. You're agreeing with me. You'll do that, but you'll see this look of frustration on her face, and you'll see her eyes well up. She'll say, you guys never, you guys never believe me. You never trust me. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Michael, she's got to go. It's not going to end well if we don't remove her. But you guys aren't going to listen. You're not going to listen until until it's too late. I'm telling you, but you guys just don't listen to me. You guys just dismiss me as that stupid intern elf like you always have. But one day, you'll see when it comes back, and, and I'm proven right. Mary, at any point in time, what did I say that made you think that I didn't believe you? I'm telling you what I experienced. I You're telling me all the great, good, wonderful things that St. Morgana has done for you and us, and that oh. I should fall at her feet and thank her and do whatever she wishes me to do for her for the rest of my life? No, Mike, <laughs> no. Mary, at no point in time did I ever say that you need to bow down to her feet and do any of that such nonsense. Because Mike, that's not what you hyperbole. You know what I'm saying, Mike. And clearly, you don't know what I'm saying. I am asking you a baseline question as to why. I want to know your understanding. Can you blame me for asking a question? I asked you at the beginning of this if you were going to freak out. I don't want you out. to. Do you see claws or scales? I don't call that freaking out. I call that changing. What I, I call freaking out, out is you sitting there thinking that I don't believe you, that I think you're poor little intern elf. I never thought you were poor little intern elf, and I never ever called you that. Not once. Mike, I don't know why I know. It's just in my gut. I know it. And when I'm around her, I can feel it. She's bad. Okay. Okay. You guys believed me when I told you about old boy being a bug. I have no reason to doubt you, Mary. I have no reason to doubt anything that you guys tell me. You guys aren't spiteful to me in that matter. Not that I've noticed, at least. I'm not calling you into question. I'm not doubting you. I'm not ignoring you. And to be honest, part of me resents being even accused of such. But it is not okay for me to blindly just say, yeah, I have questions. I'm going to ask them. In this case, I'm going to ask them of you because you were the one that brought the stuff to my attention. Do I trust you? 
Mary, I wouldn't be here if I didn't. Or have you forgotten that about me? No, Mike. I haven't forgotten. Then stop being violent towards me. Stop pretending or thinking that I'm attacking you when I'm not. If I was attacking you, Mary, I wouldn't be here. I am bringing legitimate questions because I am trying to see what you are talking about. I am telling you what I have experienced. Me. Not you. Not Boz. Not RC. Not Val. Not my sister. Because I can't speak for those. I can only speak on me. Right? You can only speak on you. I said XYZ. You said okay, why? I didn't get all defensive when you said why. I explained it. I explained it the best that I could. And that's what you were in the process of doing. For me, you're explaining it the best that you could. In this case, it's your gut feeling. It's what you understand and it's what you feel. I can accept that. But what I cannot accept, Mary, and I will not accept, is you sitting there thinking that I'm attacking you when I'm simply asking a question. You thinking that I don't trust you when I do. I put my life in your hands regularly. Every time you go and talk to a Johnson and I keep my trap shut. Every single time. The only time I speak up is when you ask me a question. You asked me a long time ago, do you trust me? And I said, yeah, I trust you. And I let you make the negotiations. Had to do with my pay, had to do with everybody's pay. I didn't question one bit. I'm not going to because I trusted you. I still do. The others don't. That's not my problem. That's their problem. Yeah, but when you sit down and you start telling me all about everything Morgana's done for you, and then I have to put that in the same camp as the others who are going to also push back on this whole crazy idea of Mary Sue's because they just don't trust her. I... uh, Sorry, Mike, but... You're frustrated, and I get that. You really are. I I 100% understand that. I mean, and don't think I'm taking this lightly, Mike. I don't take it lightly, killing someone. No, nobody should. There's very few exceptions to that rule. I've crossed them. I have your back. I told you that. I told you that, and I've clearly told you again right now, that I trust you. Okay. Don't expect me to not ask questions. I'm going to ask. I need to understand. Do you understand? To a degree, yeah, I do. And the other thing that I understand is that my friend has a problem with her. Your friend has uh, a uh, problem. Uh, uh, She's uh, just uh, one. You're, 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 yeah, I was going to say, don't don't get that twist in her mix, because we all have problems. But it's it's something that is, this is the way it needs to be eliminated, then it needs to be eliminated. I just want you to understand everything that's going to be involved with that, because there is a lot that's going to go on there. Scrapper is going to be a thing. Scrapper is going to be an issue. She'll shake her head. No. No. Scrapper no. won't be an issue. No. Have you talked to him yeah. already? No, but he's turned his back on her. He doesn't trust her any more than I do. But yet he brought us to her. Where else was he going to go? He knows the, man- the power she has. She probably has stuff over on him, just like she has on us now. She might. Don't know. No. Scrapper's not going to be an issue. She has other enemies, Mike. She does. We just have to find them. As unfortunately as do we all. Hmm. I'd rather not find mine, but, you know, if we do, then we do. Yeah. They come around, we'll handle them too, huh? Yeah. Sorry, Mike. I just need you to believe me. My gut says she has to go. Okay. Mary, I'm not questioning that. Okay, I'm not questioning your feeling that she needs to go. That's not in question. I'm questioning so that I can understand. That's what I do. That's the scientist part of me. If I don't understand something, I question it and I poke and I prod at it until I do understand it. 
I mean, remember that that was your your first meeting of me was as a scientist who's not part of the group, but to just get randomly brought into something that you have no idea of because you didn't even know who I was at the time because I was kept in an itty bitty cubicle, if you want to call it that. No, Boss brought you in. I remember. I'm sure you do, but I'm still going to give you grief. Not my fault. Oh wait, is this where I'm supposed to call you? Just that little intern elf. <laughs> well, you have to admit, I am little. I was an intern, and I am an elf, so I'm right. Mary, unfortunately, ninety <laughs> percent of the people I deal with, compared to me, are little. <laughs> you got little, then you got tiny. <laughs> it's okay, but unless you talk about these things and put them into a perspective, if you will. I don't know if you want to call it that. It won't click. I don't know if that makes sense, but it won't Mm-mm. It won't follow through. It won't get that understanding that you're looking for it to get. I'm you talking know, this through with you. I'm, I'm trying to make it make sense. I don't know how to make it make sense. I don't know how to put it into words. Yeah, that's, it's never an easy thing. But like I said, that's why I'm asking questions. Do you have any more questions? I'm sure I'll come up with more. (laughs) But I think for now it's fine. I'm going to have to be picking my sister up here soon anyway from school. How's she doing? Um, alright. You know, she was, she got told not to come into work the day we got back with the, from the job. She was told not to come into work, so she's kind of waiting for me at home. Some about night errant getting called to the place um, to escort a bunch of people out. And then she had today off, so she's just going to school and class and whatnot. She's really excited to be able to go to class and have a semi-normal life, which part of me envies, the other part not so much. Did she say what the people, who the people were, what they looked like, what they were wearing? Does she know? Did she ask? No. She was literally called and said, don't come in. Night can she, is can she find out? Scene. I Can don't she know. ask the coworkers to find I, out what they look like? Because that might go with some I, of the information I got. That could be a thing for us, Mike. I, that might be a way settle in. Settle down. Settle down. Settle down. She can't go right now. She can't figure it out right now. Her showing up at work on a normal day off wouldn't exactly go over all that great. It might raise suspicion, wouldn't it? It might. You know that people are going to be gossiping. You know that people are going to be talking. You know that things are going to end up happening. I will talk to my sister, and I will have her keep an ear out. Yes. Okay. Specifically, find out about... I think they're gangers. Find out how often they're coming in. Something else you can find out since Knight Errant got involved. That means there's a record. See if maybe Chuck will do some digging for you. (laughs) Chuck. Or have RC do it. Have (laughs) RC do it. He's the fast talker. I'd have better luck walking into the police station and asking for the public record than asking either of those to do. You you know <laughs> you never terrified know. Terrified of me, you won't be alone with me. And RC. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> don't don't feel bad about the whole Chuck thing. He finally admitted that he's terrified of me, so I'm okay <sighs> with that. Probably because I kill people. But hey, whatever. <laughs> we all kill people, Mike. No, apparently he doesn't. Either way, that's neither here nor there. It doesn't matter. What do you mean we all kill people? I haven't seen you hmm? kill anybody yet. You haven't killed anybody. You haven't had to. Oh, it's getting late. You have to go pick up Sasha. I don't want to keep you. She'll get up, grab her stuff. Talk so, soon, Mike. So Mike like reaches out, grabs a hold of her wrist. Not hard, just gently. And yeah, if Mary Sue wants to roll, Mary Sue can roll. You pick up anything other than, like, what happened, which was you asking a question and her basically being like, nope, not talking about it. But nothing seeps through that crack. With my hand on her wrist, type deal, as she's walking away, I'm not expecting her to turn back at me. My head will kind of go down. You know, Mary, if you need to talk to me, you can. And then I'll let her go. She'll walk out and kind of do a wave and say, hey, Mike, I'll, I'll call you in a day or two. We'll... See where we're at with the others. All right, Mary.
This is May 30th, the night that Craig has betrayed us. <laughs> it was only a matter of time. It was only a matter of time. <laughs> he didn't uh, betray us, he's just tired of your shit. <laughs> nobody would ever be tired of my shit. But your day will be pretty run-of-the-mill until you make that phone call that we mentioned. Well, I'll make it. That means to, to marry soon. Well, he didn't say he was calling me. You said I'll make it. No, okay. Can I have sense? You absolutely can. You can roll. Yeah, I know I can roll. I want to make <laughs> sure it's okay. I can roll. <laughs> Look at you getting all touchy and shit. <laughs> and... That's what I'm going to bring up. You also notice, because you got a bunch of hits, that she is an adept, specifically? Okay. So that might be why she's able to do it. Yeah, not amazed, not a aspected, not a adept. Just a physical adept. Yep. Do you want to roll me the old arcana roll? Ah, seven successes. There you go. Oh, man, that's a lot. Mary Sue wants to roll. Mary Sue can roll. Roll what? Against troll <laughs> I hand. <laughs> what? So, seven. Against my, goon handing. <laughs> my thought might have been something like a composure versus judge intentions as uh, you're trying to hide stuff and he's like, uh, what do you mean? I'll do, I'll do a composure roll. Or um, potentially like an unarmed combat versus your... Oh no, I'll do a composure roll. Like just to, just to grab you. Composure roll with an edge is fine with me. <laughs> What's your judginess, Mike? I have five successes. I gotta pull up judginess. Judginess. Second. Judginess can't be as good as my judginess. I got three successes. GM. Uh, sadly, unless you want to spend edge and go shoot the moon. Sure, just to make Mary uncomfortable. How, how <laughs> you gotta much, get 100% success on two <laughs> How much edge do you have? I got three. Okay, so you can All post right. edge to, to explode. Because he's used two already. No, I only used this one. This night! I so only used, used the two. one. Nope. Oh, really, she's stuck. Um, Alright, go on. So if you were to roll 3d6 greater than five with uh, two exclamation points, you can spend a point of edge roll your edge attribute with exploding sixes. And that just has the one. So that's a total of four for me. Um, See where we're at with the others. Alright, Mary. Alrighty. Such such good drama. (laughs) (laughs) Mary had to burn her edge just so that she could get through. I spent my edge. And I didn't Uh need to, but I thought I better. I better, just in case. Yeah. As always, thank you guys for listening. You are the reason that we continue to to do this. Come by, check us out on Patreon. We have a couple of different goals on there, all of which is oriented towards growing the show and doing more things in that vein. You know, we want to get bigger and better and all of that happy stuff. I want to give back to the cast for helping out and sitting down to play this game. The Patreon link is going to be in the description. And uh, tell your friends. You know, that's the easiest way to to help us out without really doing anything super in-depth. You know, spread the word. And, you know, as much as I hate to drone on about it, there's those things about five-star iTunes reviews. So, but it is now time for the legal stuff. The music you heard was composed by and copyrighted by Michael Potamikis and for use with the Without a Net podcast. The Tops Company Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logos, artwork, marks, photograph sounds, audio, video, and or any other proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company Inc. has granted permission to the Without a Net podcast to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or other proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with the Without a Net podcast in any official capacity whatsoever. Music and sound effects are provided by Sirenscape, and I don't think I need to add anything else. So, 
Sound Guy Oz here. Once again, the excellent music you've heard today was Ipanema Daydream, produced by Bird Creek Royalty Free and found on the YouTube. Sound effects are provided by freesound.org and by Sirenscape, all of which is covered under the Creative Commons license. Catch you next week.